And uh, it is a wonderful afternoon. You're listening in to 1540 AM, Power 104.5 FM, the national voice of the Bahamas, Inspiration 107.9 FM, where we have all gospel all the time. And of course, we have been having a wonderful time this week uh, in celebration of Holy Week. And we've been having numerous pastors, leaders, uh, persons in the community as we talk about this week and the importance of this week, not just to the nation, but indeed to the world at large. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined by two dynamic young men in this first half hour that we have with you. And we have a full hour of wonderful, dynamic conversation this afternoon. And uh, so as we get set to uh, invite them, uh, we're going to introduce them in just a few seconds. I want to, as I did yesterday on my broadcast, I want to start off uh, today's talk with uh, a scripture. And uh, Romans 3, uh, verse 23 puts it like this, for everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard, yet God in his grace freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalties of our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrifices life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shows us that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. For he was looking ahead and including them in what he would do in this present time. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness, for he himself is fair and just, and he makes sinners right in his eyes when they believe in Jesus. I want to welcome you uh, to today's broadcast as we focus on Holy Week. Joining us in the studio, we have Pastor Dario Carey. And of course, he is the incoming uh, senior pastor in just a short while um, of Montebor Church. And he will be uh, his grace. You heard him just a few minutes ago, Bishop Neil Ellis's uh, successor. And also we have Pastor John Darville. He joins us in studio as well. And he is the pastor of the online congregation and millennials at Monteba Church. We welcome you both uh, this afternoon. How are you Thank doing? Thank you. Thank you for having us. All right. Thank it's so you. great. And of course, uh, Pastor Dario Carey, I know that you wanted to open us. You wanted to open us in prayer. Yes, definitely. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for this time as we share together. We pray that God, even as we connect and just share about this time of holy reverence, a week, a holy week, a, a time, God, where we set aside to really reverence and appreciate what you have done for each of us and all of us by sending your son that, that, died for, that has died for our sins. And God, we thank you for this time today that as we share, we pray that you would have your way. We pray that someone would be impacted today. Mm-hmm. And we pray that God, you would get the glory through this time. Father, we praise you and we give you honor even now. We invite your presence to take control. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you so much for locking it in. Let's get into it uh, as we talk. Uh, you know, when I when I talk to churches, um, I like to help the nation to understand uh, some a little bit of their history, a little bit of how they became to be. Now, Monteba has a long and extensive history, and so let's just talk a little bit about the impact. Let's talk a little bit about. Um, what Monteba is doing in that uh, area, in that community of Pinewood, and how has it affected Pinewood uh, over the years? Well, Monteba is definitely the salt of the earth, and Mm. it keeps that community seasoned. 
and I believe that it is our job to preserve. So we as a family, we endeavor to present the gospel in a holistic manner. Um, I would say that Bishop Ellis, of course, as our senior pastor and leader for 35 years, have been such as just, I mean, influenced the community with stellar leadership. I would say that Mount Tabor is all, it's a very relevant church, mm -hmm. and it's giving the practical teachings of God's Word, developing lives. One thing I would reflect on when I uh, first joined Mount Tabor was to see the power of transformation of lives. Mm -hmm. Mount Tabor is a church, it's a transformation station. Mm -hmm. We will meet you as you are, but we will never leave you as we met you. Mount Tabor is a church that will give you teachings that are you can apply to your life and see results. I came into Mount Tabor with a sense of no direction. Wow. And it was at that point that I heard a message in 1996 that transformed my life. And at that point, I was, I mean, hanging out. But mm -hmm. God had a future and a plan, and he used the voice of Bishop Neil C. Ellis to open my air, spir air spiritually and to point me in the direction in which I needed to go. So it's a transforming station. It will meet you as you are, but it will never leave you as it met you. It will increase your value. Yes, sir. That is powerful. And of course, uh, Pastor John Darville, I want to bring you in uh, as we look at the, the effectiveness of the church. And of course, you have at Mount Tabor, they have a budding uh, youth ministry, young millennials uh, ministry. Uh, and uh, what is what is your role and how does Mount Tabor see their role in working with the young persons and millennials? Well, thank you so much, first of all, for having me. And, um, you know, I, I truly believe that Mount Tabor, if I may you know, get up, go off the heels of Pastor Carey. I believe that Mount Tabor is all about making a major national impact. Um, and you see that in the young people that are connected to and are members and associated with Mount Tabor, not just in the physical sense, but also in our online congregation. Um, and in very quiet ways, and in some cases, really loud and thunderous ways, these young people are making some major contributions on the national scene, um, as you would in some of our adult members as well. Um, and one thing that, for example, our vision empowers us as a people uh, this year, as it has over the years, but more so in, in, the, in what God is saying to us as a people, is that he is using those connected to Mount Tabor to influence the marketplace, to influence the community, to, conf to influence the political landscape and government and national service. Um, and, you know, we have young people at Mount Tabor who are in the, the business community. I mean, this year alone, I think we probably already had about four businesses owned by millennials blessed for the year, you know. Um, and so they're moving, they're making an impact. Um, this year, as Bishop Ellis prepares to demit office, his last grouping of young people that he will ordain are those under the age of 35. You know, he, you know that, that, that's the kind of contribution that the church is, is making and also preparing people, um, putting them in a place, a state of readiness to continue to make a valuable impact in, um, in the name of God, you know. Um, so I, I, I definitely believe that uh, Mount Tabor is well positioned, um, well resourced, um, and has the sufficient network, the skills, the talents, the resources, um, the knowledge of God, commitment to the things of God as displayed in its people, you know, in its members, to really make 
an impact and and we see that happening yeah and, and any church any church that makes um, a worthwhile investment into the young people are interested in the future Definitely. Uh, because yes. they are the person who are gonna rise up and take Mount Tabor into the hundreds of years right? they're gonna take them into Definitely. the next generation and so I love that you're pouring into the young person yes and then also to see stellar leadership and mm -hmm. to see Bishop Ellis with the foresight and the insight mm -hmm. to make decisions that are critical to the future of the established church mm -hmm. and to you know, know when it's time to transition right. and to move to the next dimension and walk into all that God has declared. Mm -hmm. One thing I would say that's so important about and I love about Mount Tabor, it's a church that's, that's guided by a vision. Yes, the vision that God has released to the man of God and he would extrapolate and share on that in November. Mm -hmm. And we would begin to see it unfold in January and through the entire year. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that where there is no vision, mm -hmm. the people perish. Another translation said that where there's no vision, the people cast restraints. Yeah. There's no control. Mm -hmm. And so we thank God for the direction and the leadership. But I would say leadership is exceptional because everything rises and falls mm -hmm. on leadership. Yes, and I would say also that one thing I've learned from our senior pastor, Bishop Ellis, it's how to be central and marginal. Mm -hmm. How to be in a place to hear from God, but also to be so in touch with the people yes. so that you can articulate mm -hmm. and see the tangible move of God. From the intangible word of God. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yeah. So it's amazing, man. It's transformative. Mm -hmm. When last were you there? <laughs> right, right, right. Now, I, I, I would say that I, I follow the uh, the online ministry. Yeah, it's good to And so you. Sunday, Sunday morning, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm there. I uh, watch the all online. And uh, Bishop D.L.C. Ellis is playing uh, with me in the morning before I go to service. Now, I do want to shift gears as uh, we talk about um, the new move. Uh, with uh, the churches being able to have 100% occupancy. And uh, how was Holy Week this week for Tabor starting off with Palm Sunday? Well, it's really great to be able now to have the restrictions lessen and to also invite persons back into the uh, in-person services. It's definitely exciting to see persons that are coming back and um, we re-engaging, reinvigorating, and we're just excited about the movement, the advancement, the growth, and to see people reunite and to see people re-engage and to have them now coming in person and we're seeing persons that we haven't seen for a while, but I mean, and they're, they're, they're excited to be back in the presence of the Lord. It's just something about God's presence. You can, you can enjoy the online, but it's something about when you enter his gates with thanksgiving yes. and into his course with praise and yes, thankful sir. unto him. Yes, so it's an exciting time. It is an exciting time. And so I know that you have some dynamic things that's coming up this week. And so um, tell us about your Good Friday services. Tell, tell us about Resurrection Sunday. We are definitely looking forward to our Good Friday service. Now, this Good Friday is a very, it's a, it's a red letter day in Mount Tabor mm -hmm. because it will be our Bishop Ellis's final mm. message on Good Friday as senior pastor. Wow. 
I won't say it's his final message no, on no, Good Friday, no, no. but our senior pastor of Mount Tabor. So we thank God for his leadership. And what we're seeing at this particular time is you are seeing the, the spirit of the Apostle Paul, where he's saying, I am pouring this cup. Mm -hmm. I am empty. And you're seeing Bishop Ellis go down in the deep reservoir of the richness of the word. Yes. And he is making such great deposits. Mm -hmm. And I would say to anyone that's listening, listen, this is Bishop Ellis last year, senior pastor. Yeah. So I'm encouraging you, get in the house, yeah. come and experience I'll come and experience his life-changing encounter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Pastor. Well, I'm, I mean, I, I, of course, we are just ecstatic that we are able to return to 100%. Of course, you, we to give to Caesar was due to him, and mm -hmm. we have been given that authority and clearance. But I just want to say also that as an international church, um, Mount Tabor's borders extend well beyond the Bahamas. Yes. Of course, you know of our affiliation as the Mother Church of the Global United Fellowship, uh, which is present in many countries around the world, over 140-odd churches, etc. Um, but the celebration in this instance, is, and you know, which the pandemic has brought to us, is now this rich engagement through the virtual media, through uh, social media, through um, the internet, etc. Um, and we now see the proliferation of church and ministry and evangelism through these media, you know. Um, and so, likewise, we've been able to engage with so many persons who on a normal basis we would not have. I mean, Mount Tabor has well over 800 online members as at our last, last graduation last year. We have so many that would have joined this year now being prepared to be enrolled as official members. But we're talking about people in France and the Philippines and various states of Africa who are literally tuned in to Bishop Ellis um, or Mount Tabor Church every Sunday morning, every time we go live. Yeah. And, so here thousands. Thousands. Yes, and so here Sunday it is, thousands. And so here it is, you have this young man from Bimini yeah. growing up, you know, on a very, <laughs> you know, rural island of the Bahamas. I mean, I mean Bimini is no nothing there, rural anymore, but yeah, you yeah. get the point. Who is now impacting nations and seeing, causing for there to be, you know, this inward review and thought process of life and your conduct and the way you're using the skills and tools that God has given you and the abundant life that's available to you now, hearing this message from a son of the Bahamas, mm -hmm. you know, um, and so while we are, yes, returning to full um, engagement and physically, um, uh, you know, we are still very much excited about the new opportunities and the new frontier that's been realized through the engagement of persons uh, in the online community as well. So we're encouraging people to continue to connect with us there. And if you've been a follower of Mount Tabor Church, um, you don't have to be a physical member. You no. can definitely be an online member and connect with us there in a more real way um, so that this ministry can go now from just being a point of encouragement for you to now as a pastor would for its his members um, see you in a place of growth and development as a result of what is being shared and imparted. In this last 15 minutes that we have with you, because we have our, our course, special yes. guest joining us uh, this afternoon, and she's going to join us at 4.30, uh, where we switch gears. Um, but I do want to talk about the efficacy of the cross, mm -hmm. right? The efficacy of the sacrifice that was made. And when we talk about efficacy, big word, but it simply means the power to produce an, uh, an effect, all right? And so the effectiveness of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross this week of Holy Week and the importance of it. 
Well, the sacrifice and then also to see the transforming power mm -hmm. of the Word of God. When you talk about the sacrifice, it is through the sacrifice that we gain eternal life. Mm -hmm. It is through Jesus Christ coming and dying. Um, the Bible says in John 3 and 16, for God so loved the world that he gives. So it really exemplifies the love of God that he would give his only begotten son and then give us an opportunity to make the decision yeah. that whosoever, mm -hmm. um, you know, some, some opportunities are available to certain class, mm -hmm. certain aspects of society. This is open to whosoever mm -hmm. will, you know, so, so whoever will believe in him can walk into eternal life. And so what it does, it, it, it really gives you a sense of comfort mm -hmm. and it gives you a sense of assurance as it relates to your eternal destination mm -hmm. and a form of hope mm -hmm. and trust. So the power of the cross, it is the power of the cross that we can look beyond time and be and we can look forward to eternity mm -hmm. we can look beyond our present situation and know that without the cross there would be no resurrection mm -hmm. and so we can also understand that there's power in the suffering yes, as mm -hmm. the bible did say after you would have suffered a while mm -hmm. and i'm talking about three days yes, you understand right. a while there's a glorious expectation ahead of us mm -hmm. and so being connected to mount Tabor, being connected to Jesus Christ it it puts you in a it really I would say position you to experience the abundant life to walk in supernatural authority yeah. and to see God's manifested power mm -hmm. exercise in every aspect of our lives mm -hmm. in the book of Ecclesiastes it lets us know to everything there is a season, all right? Everything, there is a time and a season, a place. And so with this season and this time of Holy Week, what is the posture? What should be the posture of every believer as we approach Good Friday, as we approach Resurrection Sunday? Even though these are, these are events on the calendar, there is a, a certain posture, I believe, that there should be in your heart. This is a time, I would say, of holy reverence yeah. and deep contemplation and really taking into account the sacrifice that was made and the price that was paid. We would often say that salvation is free and ministry is costly, but someone had to pay the price and he offered his life that we may live and experience eternal life. So it is, it is understanding the full extent to which God has allowed his son mm -hmm. to open the door to eternity. So this is a time of holy reverence, mm -hmm. deep contemplation, mm -hmm. and really a time to honor God yes. with our bodies, to honor him with our sacrifice, mm -hmm. to honor him with our commitment. And it's also a time that we see the persons that come out yes. for Easter. Yes. You know, we don't see them all year, but we have an opportunity. Right through this power of resurrection mm -hmm. to invite them to sit at the table and at the feet of the master. Mm -hmm. What an awesome opportunity. Mm -hmm. So it's a time of excitement. Mm -hmm. It's a time of excitement. It is indeed a time of excitement. And I want to bring Pastor John Darville in here. As we look at young persons, as we look at millennials, uh, we understand now that they are some dynamic 
um, worship teams that are that are coming up right now. You know, your Maverick Music, yeah. uh, your Elevation Worship, all these young persons, and we're seeing a fire that is starting amongst our young persons. Are you seeing that um, uh, in Mount Tabor? Are you seeing that as you go around the different churches? How is how are young persons responding to Holy Week and this time of uh, Easter? Well, I think we are at crossroads uh, generationally, mm -hmm. uh, not just in the Bahamas, globally. Totally right. We're seeing a major transition now um, in leadership, in ownership. Uh, you know, we have new faces in government and all over the world, all sectors of life. Yeah. We're seeing that transition. Um, and as we are at Mount Tape experiencing this with our bishop, we believe that knowing him, as if I may use him as an example, um, he is going to now sit as a father in ministry, as he has, but more so in a father of ministry, helping us to maintain not tradition, not to be a people of tradition, but to have respect for a culture that our forefathers um, have been committed to that's brought about the level of life, the, the, you know, the, the value of life that we now enjoy and experience now. Um, to the degree that, yes, you know, we're singing, we're leading worship, we're, you know, releasing these new albums, etc. But do we remember really the central theme and focus? Right. Um, and we're talking about Holy Week now. We're talking about a time when we acknowledge and remember, reflect upon and consider Jesus's ministry, yes. his death, his burial, his resurrection, um, and in, in some time, his ascension, and then looking for that glorious return. And, and to young people, what does that mean? This is the central theme and focus of our faith. Yes, This is yes. the central theme and focus of what we preach and what we believe. And in the absence of it, it has no value. Mm -hmm. There, you know, what we do is just as, you know, as it would be for Haley Selassie and Buddha and the rest of them who cannot boast and, and celebrate a risen Christ. Yes. Um, and so for our young people, that is the focus. That is the focus um, uh, of what sets you apart, what makes you different, what makes you special uh, in the way you worship in your faith compared to anybody else. Um, and so for me... Um, your question is posed perhaps to the millennial, mm -hmm. but my, my response is directed to our seniors and those who are still among us and who can celebrate our testimony and a rich legacy and history of walking with God yeah. to make sure that the young people around you mm -hmm. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They remember that. They understand that it really ain't about the Easter basket. It ain't about the egg and it ain't about the bunny. You know, those are, those are social, uh, uh, you know, contextual things that we have, you know, yeah. added in, you know, to, to facilitate commerce, etc. But the real reason why you sing and worship, mm -hmm. the real reason why you lead that song in the choir and why you want to do what you do and re release your album as Maverick and all the rest of this, this is why you do it. Yeah. And remember that. Be focused with that. And so me, as a millennial husband, mm -hmm. in my home, and, you know, we reflecting. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. on Good Friday, we watching Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ. Right. And, you know, we eating fish and, and hot cross right. bun, not because you eat it, but because of it, because, what, yeah. what it helps you to, to think of and focus about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's important. And as young people, I believe that we are as alert mm -hmm. as we need to be to keep that theme and focus center and to be focused on that. Yeah. And to chime in on that, just the exceptional level of leadership. And Jesus Christ can show up on the scene yeah. and say, follow me and I will make you to become. Yes. And we're still talking about him 2,000 years later. Yeah. That's leadership. 
and he exemplified the epitome of great leadership. Yes. And um, so that's what it's about. And, and it's interesting that you that you mentioned <laughs> the disciples. Uh, when you when you read through the Gospels, the disciples are some interesting individuals. Very uh, you know, you often talk about the the letter of the word. And sometimes believers are not able to actually show the word, show the Bible through their lives. And we understand the disciples, they went through the transition. Yes. They went through different phases and they had to grow to the, to the people they became to be able to spread this gospel. And what I think is so interesting is really to look at Peter's life mm -hmm. and to see that Jesus informed him mm -hmm. that you will deny me. Right. And Peter insisted that he was not going to do no. that. But when Jesus got up on that first on that Sunday morning, mm -hmm. when he got up, he said, tell my disciples and Peter. Mm -hmm. So what he do there is he really teach us that he's a God that is forgiving, loving, care. He restored Peter. Mm -hmm. And so it's about the restoration of Christ. Yeah. It's about understanding that it's by grace are we saved through faith and that not of ourselves. It is the gift of God. Mm -hmm. And to see the lives of the disciples, mortally men, men that walked away because we didn't know, we, we had no knowledge that Peter was married until we heard that Jesus healed his mother-in-law. Right. You know, he, he followed with such an intensity. Yes. Um, and his life was transformed, yeah. you know. Yes, and you could you could definitely see yourself uh, through the lives of the disciples. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Wanting to cut off somebody's hair. Right. Uh, that yes. righteous angle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, gentlemen, I, I just have a few more minutes with you, and you know, I, I wish I could spend a whole hour with you, all right? But I, I got to get, I got to get to Bishop Ellen McPhee, who's in the studio. We're going to yes. talk to her in just a bit. Uh, but before we get ready to, to wrap up with you, with you gentlemen, um, I want to get your closing thoughts. Um, your closing thoughts on Holy Week. And anything else you want to mention that's happening in um, Mount Tabor over the next few days, you go ahead and mention that now as uh, we wrap up. I guess, let me, let me start with, with Pastor John and then I'll... Sure, I just want to touch on, of course, um, I'm sure Pastor Kerry would uh, touch on it, but we, we will be in service on Friday at 8, at 8 a.m. Okay. for our usual Good Friday service. Not usual in, in the sense that it's the same as you would get, you would have gotten last year, but um, as a people of faith, this is, you know, what we believe, and, you know, we are coming together as a body to celebrate and to commemorate uh, our Jesus' passion, you yeah. know. Um, and, of course, on Sunday, uh, we celebrate uh, and commemorate his resurrection. He is he has already risen. He's, yeah. he's he, you know, he's alive. And so it ain't like, oh, we're doing it. No, no. It's just a commemoration. Mm -hmm. But very special at Mount Tabor this year, we will celebrate with a cantata. Uh, okay. presentation yes. by our music worship and fine arts department mm -hmm. um, and so we're looking forward to a real exciting time um, in ministry of course the central theme of worship for us is the word we want to hear what the Lord has to say and our bishop we sure will bring it the Lord will speak through him mm -hmm. um, and in a very special way the music worship and fine arts ministry will bring to light uh, you know bring to life uh, the the Easter story so we're looking forward to that this week all right Pastor Dario Gary. well I mean it's a, like I said. It's a time of holy contemplation. We're st we're in a place where we're excited about all that God is sharing and all that God is doing. I am very excited to be here mm -hmm. and to celebrate Easter 
in the Bahamas. I think it has been about 24 years since I've had the opportunity to be here Mm -hmm. and to sit under the Word of God, the transforming, life-changing power of the Word of God. Every move in my life has been preceded by the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And so it's, an, it's just an, I'm, I'm excited and I'm in great anticipation to hear what the Lord would have to say on this coming Good Friday and then as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. All right, definitely. We thank you both gentlemen for joining us. Uh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you were listening to the voices of Pastor Dario Carey. Uh, he will be the incoming senior pastor. When, when does that transition take place? The transition will take place officially. I will be installed as pastor January 9th, 2023. Yeah. Yes. Okay, 2023. Yes. Okay, all right, awesome. And of course, as you heard, he will be uh, Bishop Neil C. Ellis's successor, or he is rather Bishop Neil C. Ellis's successor. And we have Pastor John Darvel who joined us as well, pastor of the online congregation and millennials over there at Mount Tabor. And uh, when we come back on the other side of the break, we'll be joined uh, by a wonderful woman. I love to call her mother. Uh, but she is Bishop Helen McPhee, a senior pastor of Agape Church. And Just of course, celebrated the 16th yes, birthday. I, the 16th <laughs> birthday. 16th. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we can say it now together while you're here. Uh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy, happy birthday, Bishop. Yes. 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 yes, yes, yes. And of course, she will join me on the other side of the break. So make sure all of your Gapites, make sure you all are tuned in and listening. And uh, I want to leave you with the scripture before we go into the break. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 14 and if Christ has not risen, right, right. then our preaching is in, in vain. vain. It amounts to nothing. Yes. And your faith is devoid of truth and is fruitless, without effect, empty, imaginary, and unfounded. That's 1 Corinthians 15, verse 14. Hmm. And uh, we'll be right back with much more on 1540 AM, Power 104.5 FM, the national voice of the Bahamas, and Inspiration 107.9 FM. Located in Road Village, Zuma, your number one home away from home. Four nice, comfortable, spacious, and relaxing one-bedroom cottages. Full kitchen, spacious dining area, and other amenities. Nias Courtyard is only five minutes away from the beautiful beaches and 15 minutes from the world-famous swimming pigs. For bookings, call Nias Courtyard anytime at 345-6015 or 426-4240. Just ask for Miss McKenzie. Nias Courtyard. Check them out today. Thirsty? Take a drink from Naturally Fresh Company Limited. Purified drinking water by reverse osmosis and ozonized. Located in Georgetown, Exuma. For all your 5-gallon, 1-gallon, 1-liter, 12-ounce, and 20-ounce bottles to suit your water needs. Call them at 242-336-3343 or email naturallyfreshwater at yahoo.com. Open Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Why stay thirsty? Try Naturally Fresh Company Limited today. Building or renovating? Need an electrical contractor? Well, Lil Connors Electrical in Bahamas at 14 is your one-stop shop on the island of Exuma. Lil Connors Electrical is your only certified utilities infrastructure contractor. So check them out today. No job too big or too small. It's all about Lil Connors Electrical. Bahama Sound 14. Telephone them today at 524-8511 or 524-4349. It's Lil Carter's Electrical.
Browns Marine and Boat Storage, southeast of Crab Key, Georgetown, Exuma. For all your boating needs, parts, hardware, cleaning, and trailer supplies, diving and fish gear, beachwear, and souvenirs. They also sell and service Yamaha. Check them out on Facebook or email them at brownsmarine at live.com or give them a call at 242-3330. Browns Marine and Boat Storage. Calling all Bahamian artists. We want it all. Old music, new music, sweet, sweet calypso, and your slow grooves. We want your rake and scrape and even your R&B. We want it all. Send your music to zmusic242 at gmail.com. Attach a bio and contact information and make sure your format is MP3. That's zmusic242 at gmail.com. zmusic242 at gmail.com. Now is the time to get a piece of the raw. And what better place to do it than in beautiful Exuma. Ocean View Realty is ready to help sell you your home or property quickly and professionally. At Ocean View Realty, they offer real estate, notary services, appraisals, rental, insurance, property maintenance, and management. Call them today at 336-2444 or visit their website, bahamas-oceanviewrealty.com. At Ocean View Realty, they offer the best real estate deals. Ocean View Realty, check them out today. Oh,
back. Yours truly, Cashy and Jamal, in your company. And you're tuned in to 1540 AM, Power 104.5 FM, the national voice of the Bahamas, Inspiration 107.9 FM. And we've been having a dynamic, dynamic conversation this afternoon as we focus ourselves on Holy Week. And ladies and gentlemen, a dynamic individual is in the studio. I'm going to hurry up, introduce her, because we're going to use all of this 20 minutes we got. Uh, Bishop Helen McPhee is in the studio, ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Agape Church. Good afternoon. How are you doing? A good afternoon. I'm doing fine. Yes. Very fine. You're very you know fine. why. Very. Everyone, you're still celebrating. Don't leave it out. <laughs> and put that very up in there. Yes, ma'am. You're still celebrating your birthday? Very much so. Yeah. And I believe you can see it on my face, right? Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yeah. And those of us, oh, those who are tuning in, they will mm-hmm. tell you, I do celebrate. Yeah. Gosh, again, you know I do celebrate. I know you do celebrate. Oh, yeah. So. Life. Yes. Yes. Yes, because life is, is, is a wonderful thing. Oh, it's my wonderful God, thing wonderful thing. Yeah. When you know God, mm-hmm. when you know God, those who are outside the act of safety, mm-hmm. In other words, if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you are out there and you have not yet know the real meanings of what this season that we are in right now, mm-hmm. what is this Holy Week? We don't want to get there as yet, but mm-hmm. I have to say that here at yeah. this time. Uh, that means you, 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 you do not know, you have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior as yet. Therefore, you have a makeshift happiness Mm. a temporary fix it's like getting a cut and just putting a band-aid on it and the band-aid sometimes only lasts for probably a half a day or a half a night and then somewhere through the night when you look you wake up and the band-aid is off and the cut is still there Mm -hmm. sometimes it's still bleeding and that is what we are seeing among us, and not only in the Bahamas, but worldwide, Mm -hmm. complaining Mm -hmm. all because, uh, should I say, no foundation. Mm -hmm. We started to talk about that off air. Oh, yes. Your foundation got to be strong. Oh, oh, wow. You want to go there already. I know you want to ask me, but my birthday. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Let's let's stop him now. Let's go to the birthday. Let's get a birthday. Because yeah, I'm ready to go in with you. I'm ready to go in. But let's, we, we can walk ourselves through this. Let's start yes. with your birthday. How was your birthday? Oh, it was really awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I call it an unforgettable moment. Yeah. Um, and of course, they were. it was from the church because you know I have a couple of celebrations. Yes. Uh, that is coming, and one may ask, well, why are they all this celebration? And then if you know Jesus, he wants us to celebrate yes, life. Yes. Um, uh, is it what your celebration is all about? It's not drinking and carousing. I'm not saying there will not be dancing, Christian dance, but a different music. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when you get happy, you don't stay still. Not if you if you're excited, mm-hmm. you're going to move. And so, uh, when I think about life, when I think about what the Lord has done, Cash again, mm-hmm. and those of you who are tuning in, when I think about what He has done in my life and where He bought me from, and what He has allowed me to accomplish, goals that I set, that He allowed me to live, Cash again, can I say to the nation, I thank God. I'm celebrating. Um, um, when I look back at my grandmother, I outlived her. 
Uh, wow. She never lived to see my age. My mother did not live to see my age. Mm -hmm. And my oldest daughter that I love so much, my God. Uh, and the only thing keeping me from, from red eyes and, and snotty nose uh, is because of uh, the faith and mm -hmm. confidence mm -hmm. I have in God. And when I think about how she served and how she, she, you know, uh, right to the very end, uh, give her testimony that I'm in the hands of God, that, that is where I will remain. And within two hours, she was gone, uh, gone to be with the Lord with a smile on her face. Mm -hmm. uh, when I think about that, she showed me how uh, a warrior, she showed me how a Christian just simply go off to sleep. And so when I think about all of that, uh, I have to celebrate. Yes, yes. It's a must that yes. I celebrate. Mm -hmm. And I am, trust me, I'm excited mm -hmm. uh, about this, what we call Holy Week. And you cannot dare to think about Holy Week and go straight to the resurrection. No, no, no. You got to think about the suffering because everywhere you turn in our country, even some who are not supposed to talk about suffering, they are talking about suffering. That's where the devil have their minds. I know you want to get something in there. Listen, listen. <laughs> oh, Bishop, you're running. You're running. There's, there's so many things, so many things I want to ask you. Yes. But I, I want to go back um, to what you shared about your daughter. Um, Many persons, uh, we went through the last two years, uh, we went through the pandemic, and uh, I, I think I could say that not there may, may not have been any family who uh -huh. wouldn't have been touched. I am telling you, I, you feel the same way I felt because yeah. I know a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And um, when I think I'm, I'm, I'm praying and, mm -hmm. and declaring and decreeing for this family, mm -hmm. when I look, I, I had, because right in our fellowship, right mm -hmm. in our church family, there was one of my best, one of my best. Mm -hmm. When I'm talking about, he was a founding member, of course, it was in, he and his, his in his home with his wife and, and children was where our first meeting um, took place for Agape, mm -hmm. the formation of Agape. Wow. Uh, and he he left and it was going into, it was going in to the funeral home to pray with his wife and and, and children uh, that I had to leave from the hospital where Kim was. Mm -hmm. And you heard me quote when she said, I'm in the hands of God and that's where I'll remain. Mm -hmm. is because I got a call from that family mm -hmm. um, to, t to say that they were there and they were waiting for me because I normally pray with my family before they go and to view the body and I like to be there with them. And so when they call, I, I bent over to Kim and I said, Kim, uh, uh, they are waiting for me at the funeral home. I said, so I am going to, uh, Alexis, her daughter, her only child. Um, I said, Lexi is going to take me there and we're going to come back to you. Mm -hmm. I said, but baby, we love you and I'm going to leave you right in the hands of God. Mm -hmm. And she looked like that and she turned her head. She said, that's where I am and that is where I will be. I say praise the Lord and I kissed her, her daughter kissed her and we left. While being at the funeral home, the call came to us. I had already prayed for the family, but just thought that I'll stay a few minutes with them. Mm -hmm. 
and the call came in that we had to get back to the to the um, to the hospital. And when I got there, going there was fine. When I got there, I had a feeling that came over me as I approached the private ward to get mm-hmm. into her room where she was. And uh, when I got by the door, I was a little hesitant mm-hmm. for a moment. And then when I opened the door there, she was laying there, but everything was disconnected from her. And when I walked toward her, her daughter and I, we walked the water there. She was laying, but cash again. And those of you who are tuning in, there was a smile on her face. Wow. There was a smile on her face. And um, the smile was as such that all I could do is bend over and kiss her. And I began to rub her. And, and, and no tears could have come then. And then the doctor came. Dr. Munro came and you know, I said, Doc, you, you did your best. Mm-hmm. And I was able to talk to him. He talked with me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there, was, there was a sort of peace right there. And then, uh, I, and the only thing came to me, I said, God, she told me she's in the hand of God. And that is what kept me, yes. uh, w- being able to stand, being able to chair other folk as they come to see us and, mm-hmm. and, and talk with us and be with us mm-hmm. through that time of mourning uh it, it was just it was just incredible i'm telling you and she she could have joy because of what we are presently celebrating right now you, holy week you if, if it wasn't for the sacrifice it was it was not oh yeah. my god mm-hmm. and this is the reason why i truly do not believe and this me and thank god such people don't really come and approach me uh, on those matters because I cannot see not one Bahamian Mm -hmm. in this country who can say that Jesus Christ is not the Son of God Mm -hmm. and there's not such as a a Holy Week as we deem it or Passion Week, whatever, Passion Week. Mm -hmm. Um, And there is no, there's no Jesus, you know, Mm -hmm. some Come point blank, there's no Jesus, mm-hmm. no Son of God, and all that. I, I do not believe them. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. I just believe that it's just a something that they're mm-hmm. trying to concoct all by themselves, should yeah. I say that. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, when you when you talked about the foundation, I know for me, I could talk about my foundation. Yes. I've been in situations where I proved it. And you've uh, been in, in, and I've been in a car accident. I've been in multiple car accidents. And oh, my Lord. the Lord has spared me. That's I've it. I've been to the place of suicide or suicidal thoughts. Yes. And the Lord kept me through those You things. better testify. And so when we talk about foundation, when you go back through your life and you look at what you went through, mm. the only way you could, you, could, you could think that you would have come out could have only been the Savior. The Savior, the same week, mm-hmm. the same, the same very, this is what, this is what, this is, this is Wednesday, it's right? Holy, Holy Wednesday. Yeah. Holy Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Holy Wednesday. What would do Holy Wednesday? Something mm-hmm. is just something about Wednesday. Mm-hmm. What is it? Wednesday. Uh, we remember the day. Mm-hmm. Judas, Judas, his carrier, first conspiracy with the Sanhedrin to betray Jesus. Yes. That was on that Wednesday mm-hmm. I was trying to remember. Yes, uh, and we have facts on these things, and they want to know why. And I heard uh, our, former, uh, our first um, 
uh, interviewers, they talked about uh, the resurrection. We don't want to get there yet. But how in the world, Mm -hmm. what else or who else could you call on Mm -hmm. with proof that their bones or, or you go to their grave and there is there is nothing clean. Nothing is there. Uh, if you if they were dug up, what 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 is there? Mm-hmm. The remains, the box or whatever is still there. Their bones right. are still there. Mm-hmm. But for Jesus, where is it? No. Man, you'll listen. find it. Oh, my God. Every time I think about it, because Mm -hmm. God has spared my life Mm -hmm. uh, to really enter the tomb. Mm -hmm. And you know me. And, you know, I I say, well, see, uh, just give me a minute. I want to go in. Mm -hmm. I I put my body in to make sure Mm -hmm. uh, there's nothing there, nothing in the grave where he once laid. Mm -hmm. And so don't come telling me nothing because I've been there. Mm -hmm. They say, well, that's you know, that's just some old saying of old. Mm-hmm. They put it like that. Mm-hmm. But it's nothing such as that. Yeah. Well, I believe it is. Yeah. I believe it is. When my life was transformed because of the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ, which he, had, as the gospel was being preached, he, he was classified as the new man. Mm-hmm. He was the new man, yes, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's because of what he went through, because of 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 of, of all that was uh, uh, transpired during his time for us mm-hmm. to now be in the place where we are, that we can testify about him because of the transformation of our life, because of our belief in what has taken place. Mm-hmm. We can speak boldly without any contradiction or fear, mm-hmm. uh, no hesitation, uh, but we can say, I believe that there is a God, mm-hmm. Jehovah Elohim, Mm -hmm. no other God like him, and his son Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. glory to God, who Uh, gave him, oh Lord Jesus, let me hold it, go ahead. (laughs) Now Bishop, you you know and you understand that there are some persons who are like doubting Thomas. They want to. They want to see. They want to feel the hand. They They want to feel. They want to feel the imprints. They want to see what happened. They 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 want to. They want to have a true experience with God. Right, and even though we we talk about the scriptures and we talk about the stories, they want to have that true impartation, and that's what we get when we come together as believers. When we when we connect and we're able to touch our brothers and sisters, they can get a true experience through our lives. Definitely, mm-hmm. and like I told someone just the other day, uh, just last week, I think it was, uh, talking about right now. It's just not for me, for me, and I've been saved this year. Will be forty nine years. Wow. Some of you, your mommy that wasn't born yet, mm-hmm. um, uh, but uh, the 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 gospel is rich. The gospel is not old. The gospel new. It's always fresh. It's it's, it's it, and when it comes to us, uh, it, it's not time to just talk. Mm-hmm. People, you cannot just get them by talking. The only way you can get them by talking is when you would have lived that life. When you lived that life before them, because don't let nobody fool you. 
they ain't really reading Bible no more mm -hmm. because they can hear the word mm -hmm. or they can, they're seeing so much uh, social media. I mean, everybody preaching and everybody saying Jesus say and, and the Holy Spirit said, uh, and you know, so you can hear a whole lot. But what is your life after saying? Wow, wow. What is your life like? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we've got about four minutes, and then we're going to go to our news break. Uh, uh, our director of radio, praise God, he gave us some extra time. Hallelujah. So we're going to come Jesus. back after the 5 o'clock hour, <laughs> and we, we're going to wrap up. But uh, with this, about three minutes or so we have, I just want to talk about uh, what Monteba has coming up this week. Uh -huh. When we come back after the break, we're going we're gonna to go in, and we're going to go through the rest of Holy Week. Um, but what has um, Agape have coming up this week? Well, Agape apart from my celebrations yeah. I'm not getting in in, in front of, of of my father's uh what what the church his church of yeah. course what his church is doing and like all of our brothers and sisters all around Nassau I'm so excited for the body of Christ mm -hmm. not only that I'm excited for agape but for the body of Christ to see that we are going further than just being in the house and just say that we are preaching and I also heard that that Mount Tabor is not going to be the same um, ancient uh, uh, Good Friday service. Likewise, we will not be like, you know, going through the seven words and all like that. Why? Because uh, Jesus, he took care of the whole man. Mm. And so um, not that this is our first time doing it, yeah. but uh, we, uh, we already prepare ourselves to give, yes, the written word uh, to encourage the body, you know, and give God the praise. We're going to be in the house and we're going to not cut him short in the praise, the worship, and the word. Uh, but we are not going to stop there. We then go, the community is ready. We will be taking care of uh, probably 300 plus uh uh, persons who will come and we do hope it will be those persons who really don't have it mm -hmm. but that's not our business we're going to be there to distribute because as we go through we do a walkabout and we let them know what we are doing in the community uh, but we just do hope that the less fortunate ones uh, we want them to come and we will feed them not no little half step in nothing mm -hmm. they will get a good Friday and of course we try our best to even give them extra. Mm -hmm. And so that is what we are doing. And I am excited about God has blessed us in order for us to do that. Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, we're coming right back after the update to the hour. And of course, we're joined in the studio by Bishop Helen McPhee, a senior pastor of Agape Church. When we come back, we're going to talk a whole lot more about Holy Week and we're going to we're going to wrap up things. All right. We've had a, a dynamic hour long talk and uh, it's just continuing to get better as we really dig and dig yes. and dig yes. into the word yes. and into Holy Week. And so yes. we'll see you when we come back after the update to the hour. Huh.
This is Adonis Radio, 1540 AM, 104.5 FM, the national voice of the Bahamas, where only the sun covers the Bahamas better. The time is 5 o'clock, and it's time for news headlines and weather over the Bahamas Radio Network. Zephyr, giving birth to ZNS Radio Bahamas, taking the news to the nation and the nation to the world. Good afternoon, I'm Lloyd Allen with your news to the hour. Keith and Gray is at the controls. Topping news, the Prime Minister pumps the brakes on any potential National Insurance Board increase. The Honorable Philip Davis makes it clear that there will be no further burden placed on Bahamians. He adds the government will take a cautionary approach to dealing with this issue. The National Insurance Fund stands at around $1.6 billion, but the problem is benefit payouts far outpace contributions. And a report on shantytowns to plot the way forward. Minister of Works and Utilities, the Honorable Alfred Sears, says he is awaiting the results of a report on shantytowns to determine government's approach to dealing with these illegal communities. Now, previously, the minister's administration had moved to have those communities, particularly on Abaco, demolished in the aftermath of Hurricane Dorian. That was stalled after Supreme Court Justice Cheryl Grant Thompson ordered that government cease and assist its demolition of Abaco structures unless it could show the court that there had been a breach of the law. Also, at this hour, Minister of Economic Affairs, Senator the Honorable Michael Halkidas, says that some $17 million to address judgment against government did not all go to settle former Cabinet Minister Sheen Gibson's lawsuit. Attorney General and Minister of Legal Affairs, Senator the Honorable Ryan Pinder, recently mentioned in the Senate that the fund to, rather the funds to settle such cases must come from the Ministry of Finance. Now, Gibson won $2.5 million in his lawsuit against government after he was acquitted of 15 counts of bribery. A break at this time, a look at weather when we return. Bahamas, we have breaking news. The Prescription Paula Pharmacy now has an app. Yes, you heard it here first. With this new app, you can refill your prescription and your family's prescription all at your convenience and collect at your convenience. Simply visit www.theprescriptionpolypharmacy.com and download the app today. This breaking news was brought to you by the Prescription Paula Pharmacy, your pharmacy of convenience. Now is the time to get a piece of the rock. And what better place to do it than in beautiful Exuma? Ocean View Realty is ready to help sell you your home or property quickly and professionally. At Ocean View Realty, they offer real estate, notary services, appraisals, rental, insurance, property maintenance, and management. Call them today at 336-2444 or visit their website, bahamas-oceanviewrealty.com. At Ocean View Realty, they offer the best real estate deals. Ocean View Realty, check them out today. A remnant frontal boundary will continue to meander across the southeast Bahamas while supporting pockets of showers across that area. Meanwhile, a broad surface high-pressure ridge anchored northeast of the islands will continue to support brisk winds across the country today. Swimmers in the northwest and central Bahamas are urged to exercise extreme caution 
due to the high risk of rip currents along east and south coast beaches, while beachgoers in the southeast Bahamas are urged to refrain from entering the water. A small craft operators in the southeast Bahamas should remain in or near port. For the northwest Bahamas, weather partly sunny, breezy and warm today, mostly fair and breezy tonight. A small craft caution remains in effect. Winds east to southeast at 15 to 20 knots, but gusty at times over open waters. Seas 4 to 7 feet, but higher in gust over the ocean. For the central and southeast Bahamas, weather variable cloudiness and windy with the chance of a few isolated showers, mainly across the southeast Bahamas through tonight. A small craft advisory remains in effect for the central Bahamas, and small craft operators in the southeast Bahamas should remain in or near port. Winds easterly at 50 to 25 knots in the central Bahamas and easterly 20 to 30 knots over open waters in the southeast Bahamas. Seas 5 to 8 feet in the central Bahamas and 8 to 11 feet over the ocean in the southeast Bahamas. Now your daytime high temperature 82 degrees Fahrenheit or 28 degrees Celsius and overnight expect a low temperature of 72 degrees Fahrenheit or 22 degrees Celsius. This has been your ZNS News headlines and weather to five over the Bahamas radio network with Keith and Gray at the controls. I'm Lloyd Allen. Good afternoon. And that was news headlines and weather over the Bahamas radio network. We don't rely on a service that you had to pay for to bring our services to you. We are free to air 24-7. The only station that has your interest at heart. We are your station, the People's Station. Radio Bomb is 1540 AM, 104.5 FM. It's Wednesday afternoon, April 13th, 2022. The time is six minutes past five o'clock. We now take you back to Cashican Adelie live along with his guest, Bishop Helen McPhee. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, and we're back. You're listening into 1540 AM, Power 104.5 FM, and inspiration 107.9 FM. And of course, as you heard, my special guest, Bishop Helen McPhee, Senior Pastor of Agape Church. And so we want to, <laughs> there's so much we could talk to talk about, but we want to continue to move through Holy Week, and we want to pick it up on Monday, Thursday. And uh, this is where Holy Week takes a somber turn. And of course, this will uh, be tomorrow. And so we really wanted to start from this point and we're going to move forward. Uh, it says that Jesus sent Peter and John ahead to the upper room in Jerusalem to make the preparations for the Passover feast. That evening after sunset, Jesus washed the feet of his disciples as they prepared to share in the Passover. By performing this humble act of service, Jesus demonstrated by example how believers should love one another. Later that evening in Gethsemane, Jesus was betrayed with a kiss by Judas and arrested mm. by the Sanhedrin. He was taken into the home of Caiaphas, the high priest, where the whole council had gathered to begin making their case against Jesus. And so we want to pick up there is interesting. Um, Bishop, in Luke's gospel, it says that his sweat became like drops of blood falling down to the ground. That's Luke 22, verse 44. Wow. 
the power of oh, Monday Thursday, mm. Thursday in Holy Week, mm. where we see the the upper room, the the washing of the feet, mm. mm-hmm. and then we see the scene in Gethsemane where <sighs> Jesus showed us his human side. That's it. His human side where. I understand what I was sent here to do, and I understand what's coming up. But if there's any any way, any way that we could do something different in this moment, I would take that opportunity. But nevertheless. Ah, I was just about that same one word, nevertheless. nevertheless. And, and when we think about what a Holy Week and we think about what is happening, uh, let us say right now. Mm-hmm. Put ourselves, come out, we are not in Nassau, we are not, we are not in this radio station. Mm-hmm. Put ourselves right there where he is. What, what is really going on? Uh, or w- what will be going, what will be going on on tomorrow, Monday, Thursday? What, what will be going on? It, it all boils down for us to see and know that this Christian walk uh, is not a flowery bed of ease. It's not. But because of our faith and what has already happened, what has already taken place, in other words, we, 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 we are blessed. We are blessed because of what you had just read. It is, it is that what has have us where we are, our faith in what Jesus did. Give us that hope. Mm-hmm. Give us that strong belief. Give us that solid foundation yes. that, hey, don't try to shake it because it's unshakable. Hmm. Yeah. And so for those who are listening in, for those who are on a shaky foundation, I will not hesitate to say you have time to get off of that onto the solid foundation that has already been laid uh, through the suffering um, of what Jesus had gone through, the rejection mm-hmm. of what he has gone through and paid the price for us. And Jesus, I don't, I shouldn't get there, but I had to say that right there and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, and so when we, when we think of, 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 of money, of muddy Thursday, believers remember the last meal Jesus had with his disciples prior to the rest and the crucifixion. It is often called the Last Supper. Mm-hmm. First, Jesus predicts that they will, what will happen on the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second, Jesus gives his followers symbol of, of remembrance of his body and his blood crucif- uh, sacrifice on behalf of all mankind. That's where I wanted to get. Yes. He did not do it for just uh, a certain group. He did it for the whole world. And so what is, our, what is our message to the world? Jesus died for you. It didn't matter who your mommy or your daddy was. He died for the world. If he, they were rich, 
if they were poor, if they were in between, black, there's no black, white, mulatto or nothing. He died for all mankind. And this is what we need to give to the world. You find people, they, they get in this, this dispensation that we are under right now. Everybody seemed to have this, that uh, they hear from him every Every second, mm -hmm. every second. And because you are not, or I'm not the one saying, and well, Jesus told me, or the Holy Ghost told me this, or the Holy Ghost told me that, and hold, listen, then they think that you are not abreast of them. Mm -hmm. I have a problem with that uh, because Jesus died for the world. And it is not how much you say, but it's how straight you walk after saying what you have to say. What is your life is like? What is your witness is like? Uh, can you stand the test as Jesus stood the test? Yeah. And I think I better pause right there. Yeah. The sacrifice um, that he made gave us Good Friday, or at least the process that he went through on that day made the Friday good. And of course, not good for him because of the anguish, mm. the sheer humiliation, mm -hmm. the spitting, the taunting, mm. the crown of thorns, the nails, the cross, the cup, the cup. Ooh. Yes. Let's talk about the cup. Let's talk about Good Friday. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. The cup. The cup. The reason why I said the cup is because um, the, 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 the record that is there for us says it was vinegar mixed with gall. It was bitter. When we think about how, what it symbolized then for me. And when I talk about it, uh, wherever I go, whether I'm at the pulpit in Agape or where, I always say, I don't know about you, but I believe it was bitter because guess what? I believe my stubbornness, <laughs> my sins <laughs> was in that cup. Yeah. But I thank God as bitter as, as it was, the nevertheless still was there. Nevertheless, yeah. <laughs> and in the midst of that, <laughs> on the cross, oh my God, hand stretched. Out, Look where you going. He still had the audacity, I would say. Yes. To say, Father, forgive them. Oh my God. Father, now, forgive them. Now, yeah, you step not, right in something. You really won't go in there? Let's go in there. So, so, okay. So, so oh, I'm sure you're living in the same Bahamas that I'm living in. Mm -hmm. um, for the church of the living God. Um, the call out ecclesia, mm. those who uh, confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of their lives. Have we been doing justice mm. as it relates to forgiving of what we saw of Jesus on the cross? Mm. You're young. Yeah. I want you to to tell the nation as uh, uh, from your from you're young you can you're a millennial yeah yeah yeah, uh -huh. Uh -huh. yeah. you think the church mm -hmm. um as we should know the church mm -hmm. has done all that we could have done mm -hmm. those who are older much older mm -hmm. 
than than you are. There's, a, there's always more you could do. <laughs> Whatever you have done, there's always more that you can do um, to be able to make sure that uh, this next generation is coming up, um, that they be not the ones who grew up without the word or without the uh, the impact of the cross, the impact of the word. I am so happy of how you answered that. You answered that as an old seasoned mm-hmm. bishop, <laughs> a prophet. Right. Uh, you didn't down anyone. You said the best that you can do and all that you could. There's always more. I love that. I love how you answered that. And that is the kind of answers that we need instead of bashing, instead of, you know, bringing down. Uh, look here, I know you did well. Um, but like Paul says, you did run well. Who did hinder you? Yeah. Uh, we as the body of Christ right in this season, my prayer and my hope is that all of us, I don't care what your title is. I don't care what position you hold. I don't care how many letters behind your name. We are called to go higher, mm. higher in him. Yeah. Uh, there is much behind the double doors. You know, he talked about the doors. Uh, uh, and um, I feel as if right now uh, the church, as we commemorate what has happened on Good Friday, uh, Jesus was crucified on, on Golgotha. And, and we know exactly you talk about the cup. Mm-hmm. You talk about the nails. Pierce, I'm sure you you mentioned that. Mm -hmm. Or if you only mentioned it, you're about to mention it. Right. I probably get in front of you. But since, oh, all right, I I know that. Uh, uh, But it was there and Mm -hmm. blood came streaming down. And when we think about him in our state that we are in, uh, he he, he did it all just for us. And so I believe when the church comes together and, and we can find in our hearts, to forgive, yeah. no matter what, forgive. I think that is the best way we can exemplify what has taken place on Good Friday. Yes, yes, and uh, and of course we have to we have to be able to exemplify the person of Jesus Christ. That's the it. way that he walked, the way that he moved. Uh, and there's so many examples as you read through the Gospels, mm-hmm. uh, you can be able to see. But uh, listen, we're running out of time. And so we, we have to move to, to Sunday. You got to move to Sunday. Yes. Because he... he <laughs> That's it. That's it. Okay. My, my producer is telling me we can slow down. He said okay. we can slow down. <laughs> I don't want to take. I don't want to take the whole hour. I don't take the whole hour. No, no, because somebody else coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah. we we can slow down. We we'll, we'll slow down. We we'll slow down. Let, let's let's go back to Good Friday before before he got up. Um, and uh, you know, I had a broadcast yesterday, and uh, want to send a big shout out to Pastor Bruce Davis. Uh-huh. Uh, he was on with me, and uh, we had an opportunity to talk for a moment about uh, the two criminals, the two thieves mm-hmm. that were on the cross. And mm-hmm. when we talk about Good Friday, we, we, we oftentimes not mention these other two persons because I think that they represent a consciousness in yes. our nation. Yes. You know, that you have. You have individuals just like those two thieves on the cross in terms of their mindset, but obviously not in terms of the thievery, but in terms of their mindset and how they think about God and the church. No, but guess what? I don't think you could ever just just visualize or put yourself 
in Good Friday and talk about uh, Jesus with the cross and and as he reached there, uh, what took place as they uh, uh, nailed him and then set it up. You cannot go there without um, taking a good look at those two and the conversation that took place. Mm-hmm. The conversation that took place there and those two that were there, who they were mm-hmm. and how Jesus handled them tells us we need to take a look at ourselves, in ourselves and see if when we are tempted, when we are tried, if we would be like him. Mm-hmm. And then I think that is the greatest um, message there is because Jesus uh, didn't hesitate. And it tells me that when I go to him, when I go to him, the same response that he gave to those fellas there is the same response, the, the response I will get when he says, not tomorrow, mm-hmm. but today. Today, yeah. Because of his faith. Mm-hmm. Because he says, Lord, when thou comest into your kingdom, remember me. Remember me yeah. Just remember me, Lord. Mm-hmm. Just, just remember me because I have already repented. Yeah. Just remember me on the cross. I repent. Yes. Mm-hmm. He did no sin. He, he didn't do anyone no harm. Mm-hmm. And so this is, this, this is, this, 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 he don't even deserve to be here. But since he's here. Yeah. Lord, when thou comest into your kingdom, remember me. And so this for me as, you know, my, my, my uh, foundation is Anglican. Mm. And this season, I may as well tell you, mm. I don't care what they say about Anglicans, mm. this time and season, buddy, you can't get them. Lent has already passed and all like that. But this is a serious season for Anglicans. Yes. Should I say this is a serious season? Serious time for Christian on the whole yeah. to look within themselves yeah. and see if we are there where the thief on the cross mm. hear Jesus himself saying, today will thou be with me in mm. paradise. Yeah. And I think you could see a thread of faith, right? As you look at that particular thief. Um, you know, who just said, you know, remember me. You, mm-hmm. you look at the, the faith of the centurion. Mm-hmm. He said, hey, listen, you don't, end up, you don't have to come to my house. Just, just speak. Just, just speak. Just, just speak. Word. Yes, that's right? all. You look at the woman with the issue of blood. Oh, my God. They exemplified such a great level of faith. Oh, I, yes. I only need just a little bit. Just yes. like you, you're going to do much. Yes, yes. I just need a little bit. And, and, and that kind of faith is what we need today. I'll tell you something. Um. Uh, cash again, and I and and I did a lot of, I spent a lot of time with you right in the station. Yes. Uh, but listen to me, uh, when I got saved, I got saved in Christ the King Anglican Church. Okay. All right, no altar call was made. Mm. Was a member of the choir, but I did not sing in the choir that Sunday. I sat in the pew because my friend was with me, and I wanted to sit with her in the congregation. Uh Father Addison Turncrest, his first sermon from Addington College, came back as priest there at Christ the King. And he began to talk about the new man and the old man. And when he talked about Jesus Christ, the new man, what will happen when you accept him as Savior, Mm. the one who was crucified 
I am talking about died and buried, rose again from the dead for you. He began to talk about how your life will be transformed. I, that's all I could remember that far. I drop on my knees in there and I surrender my life to Jesus Christ right in my pew on my knees, wow. kneeling down and just weeping before God from that day to this. Very early, I got connected to, like I was sharing with you off air, the, the elderly mothers of a prayer band uh, called, uh, uh, it was... Uh, Sister Turncrest, mm -hmm. Solomon's Porch, mm -hmm. where the young, middle-aged and old uh, congregate in prayer, prayer and praise unto God. And my testimony, oh, I gave because going uh, in, in, in the wilderness, mm -hmm. I got so carried away. Uh, but it was a good carried away because I say, God, I felt so fresh. I felt so good mm -hmm. in, in the presence out on South Beach in the wilderness where we were just with the bottle of water, your Bible, and a mat. And you stay there and you just spend time with God. And I, I say, God, if it, if it looked like I am going to backslide, I'd rather you take me yeah. before I backslide. Mm. I made that commitment to God. Mm. And I believe that is the reason why I'm still standing today. Because I really met it. Mm. as and, and it's just like I'm just saying it for the very first time again. Mm. And I shared it for every opportunity I get. And I think if we, we as a, a people will let our younger generation know, mm. you, 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 you got to... You got to be intentional right now, and you yes. you got to be focused. Do you really want to be a Christian? Uh, do you really want to see the power of God reign in your life? Commit to the Word. Commit to His deity. Commit. Trust Him. Trust in Him, because He will never ever leave you. And the the truth of the word of God and my commitment of telling him before he, if he just see me look like mm -hmm. I'd rather die. Wow. I'd rather him take me mm -hmm. before I give up mm -hmm. what he has done for me. Yeah. His life shared his blood. My God. And the truth of the whole matter is it doesn't stop there. Mm -hmm. He is coming back for us because he has already ascended. Mm -hmm. So we already in Sunday morning. Yeah. yeah. He already re been resurrected. Ascension has already taken place. And he is at the right hand of the Father interceding. And if he see me look like, oh, Father, forgive, forgive, forgive her. Yeah, yeah. Interceding, interceding still for me. Because why? I'm saying this because somebody needs to know this. Gosh, again, you're tuning in right now. You need to know this. Uh, 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 he is interceding for you. And I said, Lord, if it looked like I'm going to, I'd rather you take me. Uh, but he knows my heart. He knows the mind of my spirit. I want to do right. I want to live right. I want to serve him with everything. And I believe I'm talking to you. You, yes, young lady, you. Mama, yes, you. you, you and you thinking because you, 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 you said something or you thought. A thought came to in your mind that, 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 that is not like God. You can ask him forgiveness right now. And he is pleading your cause on the right hand of the Father for you right now. And hey, 
He has done it already. Why don't you just start giving him praise? Don't the don't deprive him of his praise. Don't deprive him of what he what is going to take you to the next dimension in him. And that, I believe, if you do that, that is what I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't waste a time, Cash. Again, yeah. I got busy in the things of God, yes. and I stayed busy. Yes. I'm saying. I am old as the Bahamas is independent. And July, we will be celebrating 49 years of independence. That is when you give all to him. Mm -hmm. What we need to to really help our young people Mm -hmm. and even some of our middle age uh, to let them know, man, take the word of God for what it is. Jesus paid it all, Mm -hmm. all to him. Do not try to be nobody else. You try to be like Jesus. Mm -hmm. He is your example. Nobody else. I don't see nobody else walk the earth that I want to be. I want to be like Jesus. Mm -hmm. I want to do whatever I say is what I want to live. That's what I want to display. Don't try to look at me because you see me with a different hairstyle or different dress or anything like that. No, no, no. Check my life. Yes. Glow with a God. Yeah. I need. I, you need to get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to go back to something you said when you you said when you um when you got saved when you gave your life. Uh huh. You were surrounded by uh, the mothers of the church. Right. And uh, it made me think about what needs, what I believe needs to happen in these days and times. And the Bible puts it like this. Uh, the old, I call you because you're wise. Young, I call you because you're strong. Uh, we need that symmetry to happen between uh, the older persons in the church and the younger persons coming up, all right? Yes, when I, I was, agree. When I, when I was, uh, <laughs> I was trying to get the attention of my girlfriend at the time. She's now my wife of mm-hmm. close to 10 years now. Good. And uh, she invited me on the prayer meeting, right? Mm-hmm. And so at that time, they used to have these 5 a.m. prayer meetings. Right. I uh, got to shout out Golden Gates Native Baptist. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the mothers of the church. They were there. there. They would be at the there. altar. And I can tell you, Ooh. I can still feel their friends today. I'm telling you. I can still feel their impact today. Mm-hmm. The intercession. Yes. And the only way that anointing can flow, the only way that, that generational transference can continue to go is if we have that synergy. Yes. Where the old people don't leave the young people to the side. That's what we're supposed to be talking about. Yes. And say, hey, let's go. Yes. Come, let's go. Let me show you the way. Now, obviously, young people, sometimes we head-hearted. You know, the millennials, we think we know everything. We we are a microwave generation. We don't like like process. Mm -hmm. But if you study the life of Christ, if you study the Bible, it is about process. Job, David, everybody, Daniel, everybody had to go through that process. And so that's what we, we need more of that uh, in our churches and our societies. I, I'm so happy you touched that because uh, d- people have a lot to say about the millennials. But do you know, I told the church, uh, Agape, uh, the ending part of December of 2021, I said, the Lord spares my life to see 2022. I will not be checking for you older poor people. <laughs> my attention will be on my babies. Yeah. And my youth, mm-hmm. young adults. Yeah. Uh, because really, when you look around the altar, where are the mothers? Mm-hmm. 
Nobody wants this pen, the, the pandemic done gone long, uh, um, uh, Corona. Mm -hmm. She done gone, but her business long time uh, looking for some, some other avenue or mm -hmm. waiting to hear what else coming forth for, uh, to, to accompany her. Mm -hmm. What is the church doing? Mm -hmm. Why the prayer meetings are not at the church anymore? Why it has to be Zoom? And even when you get on Zoom, you don't see the faces. Mm -hmm. uh, I am saying, like you, um, I want to uh, strengthen what you said. Uh, this generation mm -hmm. is not experiencing what we have experienced. Because there's not enough mothers uh, there to, to really, and then the, the next thing about it is, where are the testimonies? Mm. We need to hear what God has done. Yeah. And this is the problem, uh, what some of the, not only the youths are saying, mm -hmm. but even the young adults are saying because we have the older women, some of them don't want to give their true testimony. Mm -hmm. They want to give this as if they were always saved mm -hmm. and they know they were not always saved. Mm -hmm. And that is the problem. So you got to be careful when you go talking with young people and when you are talking about young ladies who find it difficult Yes, they give their life to Christ, but they still have a struggle with the flesh. Um, they need to hear of somebody who was young like them and what they had done when they uh, experienced what they are experiencing now. What did you do? What did you do when those hormones start getting out of place and playing, you know, yeah, like yeah, they yeah. want to take over? Yeah, yeah. Well, t tell me what you did. But what they're getting is that nobody want to talk about that. Everybody want to throw this uh, uh, this thing that they were always, mm -hmm. you know, they don't want to deal with that issue. The and real that, stuff. The real yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, straight yeah. talk. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I'm about to do. Uh, and they keep on asking me, Bishop, when are you going to do it? When are you going to do the straight talk? We need it. Yeah, we yeah. need it. Uh, we need people who can say what happened in their life because they are struggling with some of those same things. And how did you overcome? And that is what is missing cashing. And you, you young men, men older than you, yeah. have to let you know how they overcome. But most, you won't find many men but the mothers are there to speak on behalf of young, the young on the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. as to how you can overcome. And the only way you can overcome, uh, before I give it back to you, mm -hmm. is being grounded in the word. Mm -hmm. Believe, not how much word you could quote, you know. Just, just, just as you study, as you meditate the word, don't just read the word. Don't just listen to what somebody else says. Look in the word for yourself and it's there. Literature all over the place, man. You can, and in, in line with the word. And so when you would have read what, what, what Jesus said, anything, all you have to do is ask of me. Believe it, yes. and you shall receive it. Mm -hmm. And and the, if and, and if you really take that, sometimes I think it is so simple mm -hmm. that they miss it. Yeah, yeah. And then for how some others will present it, 
they become confused. They become more afraid and withdrawn. Uh, but if you can say, look at my life. Yeah. I believe. I read. I believe. I got with others who had the testimony. And when I see what God did in their life, when I say God did it for them, for them, God will do it for me. Yeah. I have to trust him. If his word said it, I have to trust him. Mm-hmm. And just as he resurrected with power and mm-hmm. passed that power on, it is that power that I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this is what we need to start pushing. This is what we need to start start leading our young people too and even our middle age yeah. people too because they are hungry mm-hmm. the people are hungry where is the where are the witnesses uh for the truth of how to make it right now in this world as a christian as a child of god mm-hmm. we see too much a makeshift mm-hmm. too much a, a, a fabrication going on uh forming and fashioning and wanting to be this one and wanting to be the next one be like jesus mm-hmm. Glory to God. Let him shape your life yes. as you trust him. Yes. Be not like Helen McPhee or Cashigan, because we got to stay before him and ask him to help us to be us. Mm-hmm. Be all that you can be to make sure you be that witness yes. in this world yes. to make a difference. Yes. And you know, the thing about it, when I think about this week, I think about Passion Week, I think about Holy Week. Um, I remember I remember getting saved in the club. I okay. remember coming to know the Lord. And, and I and I always think about the, 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 the road of Damascus, all right, when um, Saul uh, was uh, was moved and he was shifted into Paul, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, knowing that experience that I had a real experience with the savior in the club my god when i spoke to other persons they shared similar situations yes maybe they were you know on in their house with with a bottle of rum or you Mm -hmm. know whatever it was they were found themselves in 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 a diverse situation yes and the lord revealed himself in a real way and so when we talk about Passion Week, when we talk about Holy Week, we're not talking about uh, a person who is who is far away and is distant, but we're talking about a living, <laughs> a living being, all right, who, 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 who makes himself known to those who are who are looking. I'm telling you, those who are oh you said God. who are hungry. Oof. Yes, and he reveals himself, and sometimes, oftentimes, when you ain't looking for him, because I was oh. not looking for him in the club. All oh, right? okay, I wasn't looking. Yeah, but at but, least that you know. Yeah, y- 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 you was on his mind. Yeah, I was on his mind. Yeah, I was on his mind. and I, that he had a purpose for my life. Thank you. He had a purpose for my thank life. Thank you. And I and I think that in this 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 world that we're in with social media a lot of young persons are dealing with social media bullying oh yes uh, they're dealing with so much dynamics so much. and so and and so it's very important that they know that they are on the mind of god yes because their parents they didn't have they didn't have these type of situations going on no they no. didn't have these messages coming through tiktok and facebook and, and all you know and all thing. these things oh, and and, and these people who have fake profiles and, and they're talking about you in all these different ways mm-hmm. and so being able to bring the reality of christ of a person who sees you as the apple of of, of his very eye who who died for you yes gave his life for yes. you yes making it real for a young person I'm telling you, I am telling you, Mm -hmm. 
I am telling you. And um, sometimes I feel uh, for them. Um, I, I talked about it during one of my messages. The, the uh, young, uh, I don't know whether he's young or old, however, but my, my compassion went out for him. Uh, Cashigan, I don't know if you have experienced it, but as I drive and I see people, uh, this, this one on Soldier Road, uh, mm. not just a little before you get to the light, uh, there by Sugar Kid Bo, mm -hmm. uh, he's he lays out. I mean, straight with just a cardboard or mm. or some somebody give him probably something just throw over him, mm. and he lay there. And sometime early in the morning, you pass and he is there. I say God, but only the traffic. It is such an estate that you can't just pull over. And at the same time, I talk about it during my message. Mm -hmm. What does the church, how does the church feel about this? Well, does it move you when you see this? Mm -hmm. And I said, this, this, this going to be my, my, this here for this week. I'm going to, if I have to hold up traffic or whatever I have to do, mm -hmm. I am going to go and wake up that young man or the man, however old he is, mm -hmm. uh, because somebody has to talk to him. Mm -hmm. And, and I believe people talked to him before, yeah, yeah. but uh, did God give up on us? Mm -hmm. He sure enough didn't give up on us. Jesus didn't give up on us. And he went all the way. And so I said, we got to, it got to be compassion. Yes. A yeah, compassion. I, I, there has to be more compassion mm -hmm. in this time in which we live. Yeah. Compassion. Mm -hmm. We need to show more compassion mm -hmm. for uh, those who uh, just look like uh, they have given up. Yeah. yeah. Totally yeah. given up. When you see a person that will go and pick out of a garbage mm -hmm. bin, mm -hmm. and we see much of that, yeah. I say, God, it could have been me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been me. And I would just pray. Mm -hmm. Not no long praying. No. Mm -hmm. God, I just pray that he, he knows that you already paid it all for him. God, help him to just call your name. You know, we cannot just go ahead and see things like this and operate the same. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting that you said um, compassion. And I think, you know, as we look ahead or outside of, of Holy Week and uh, we look at what next week is going to be like, Ooh. compassion, love. Ooh. That we as the church, that we as believers mm -hmm. have mm -hmm. to be more more concentrated and focused in that area. And I'll share with you a story. This happened about two nights ago. Mm -hmm. um, I was I was headed into a local a local bank. Can I call the name? No. A local bank and uh, there was a lady who who was who was uh, sitting at the side of of the bank. And um this was about seven or seven thirty. It was already dark. Mm -hmm. And she had she was wrapped in a blanket. Oh and, uh, you know, she was um, asking, you know, for finances and stuff like that. Luckily, that night, um, I had some food in the car because, you know, she wanted to get some food. Mm -hmm. And I was able to, to be able to give it to her. And the way that she embraced the food, I realized that uh, even if I had given her $5, $10, it would have been cool. But the, the, the way that she embraced that food was like she hasn't eaten in whatever amount of time. Oh God! And I'm not saying that the boast, you know, I'm, oh, I'm no, not no, looking no. for it's no a reward. Testimony. It is a testimony. But what I want persons to know and understand that you may think that you're in a rough spot. You may mm. think that you 
are at your lowest. Mm. But there are even persons who are even lower, lower than you. Yes. And that you could still do something. Even yeah. if even if it's it's getting a, a loaf of bread and oh riding God. around your car until you see somebody who's in a less fortunate place. Yes. And being able to give that to them. That we could increase the love. That yes. We don't just we don't just celebrate the resurrection and he got up and then that's it. Oh no. Monday oh, morning no. we go back to living like how we were. Exactly. But we have no to carry compassion. this over. We have to carry this over. Yes, has to. Mm -hmm. You have to. And it's imperative for us to do that. Mm -hmm. The blood of Jesus was not shed for us to um become uh big headed. Mm -hmm. it, it he has done it uh to show us how we are to live mm -hmm. or how we ought to live. Mm -hmm. And uh, as we uh, approach Saturday, mm -hmm. uh, some are overly excited for Sunday morning. Yeah. But on Saturday, mm -hmm. we remember the time Jesus spent in the tomb. Mm -hmm. Wow! They sealed the tomb. Cash again. Mm -hmm. Posted guards to protect it. Matthew 27, 66. Before the resurrection of Jesus ends, Passion Week with a victorious celebration. He appeared to Peter, then to the 12. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers at the same time most of whom are still living. Mm. Through some have, have fallen asleep, then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared, he says, to me also. This Paul, 1 Corinthians 15, 5 and 7. Mm. And so, as I'm, I'm sure you're going to conclude, mm. a Passion Week, the main event. Passion Week is a time we remember the events of Jesus mm -hmm. between Palm Sunday and his resurrection. We see the passion Jesus lived and the passion that he died. We can share in Jesus' passion through our worship of him and in our proclamation of his gospel. What, like you said, mm. begin back on what you say, right. after Saturday, mm -hmm. after Sunday, mm. then Monday come, mm. are we going to the same old or there will be a new attitude? There will be a greater desire uh, for us to be more concerned of the less fortunate. Are we willing to still be tucked in our home and to see how much time we can go on live and say Jesus said. Mm -hmm. Or we're going to get out from the comfort of our home or from behind our fine cars, real talking about what Jesus did and willing to stop or go in the places where we see those who are deserted, totally deserted. With no one that cares. What would Jesus would have done? Mm. I don't know about you, Gash, again. Mm. But I've already made up in my mind that it will not be the same for me. God allow me to see Monday. Yeah. I will purpose in my heart 
where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who I will meet with that in, within that hour or two. But I want to do what I believe Jesus would have done. Yes. He never had owned a pulpit. Mm. We are stuck, jam into pulpit. Uh, when it's my time to preach, or mm. well, he just preached last week, or mm. she just preached last week, and they reach at a point where they want to know. Well, why pass after preach again? Some mm. some came to me with that. Mm. Yeah, not in uh, not in agape now. Right, 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 right. But d- this is the kind of thing that is happening. The mindset, right? If they are not called on in the time limit, they think that they should be called on. That's a problem. Mm. You think that's what he suffered for? Mm. Is this what his church has come to? Uh, what are we concerned about? Are we concerned of building our own little cities? Are we, are we building church within a church where it isn't the church's uh, business anymore? We're trying to build our own city with just the few of like mind who will follow us. Or the church is that body who we get on board and 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 have the same concern for the lost mm. and the dying. Powerful, powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Bishop, as uh, we get ready to wind down right now, um, uh, before we end, um, I, I do feel that I, I would like you to pray to, to close us out. But before we before we do that, um, I definitely want to speak about what Agape is doing uh, Friday and Sunday. Yes. And give us your, your closing thoughts on uh, this Holy Week. And then we're going to pray and we're going to wrap up. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you very much for this free advice, ad- man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, you know, I- I've been around this place so long. Yes, yes, My yes, God, yes. from in, in the 70s. Wow. And that's why um, uh, the ones, that, even the younger ones, the older ones who are still here, mm-hmm. uh, which is only a few, right. uh, would always tell them, hey, know who you're talking to over there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, longevity, stickability, you know, it, it, it speaks for itself. That's right. um, and so, uh, agape, agape, uh, we are on the move. Mm-hmm. We are on the move. Uh, it, 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 the children are excited because uh, they are, right as we speak, they are preparing for their uh, Sunday. They will be uh, showcasing their talent after, of course, you want to know from from Friday. Yeah. I go on to Sunday. No, yeah, let yeah. me go back. Yeah, yeah. Let me reach for, for the persons who who came in, who came in late. Okay, late. Like show, right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Well, on Friday, Cash again and to the Bahamas. Um, we are always excited, and I think you should know that by now. Um, we don't always um, call cameras, and we don't always be on air publishing. Uh, but we are a church. Uh, our name speaks for us. Agape is God's love. And so um, we try to uh, make sure we are doing what he has commanded us to do and what 
our name depicts and so are the meanings uh, and so on on Friday by the grace of God our service begins at 9 o'clock uh, we will be there and it will not be the usual seven uh, last sayings no it will not be that uh, but you're going to get a strong word yes. a strong word uh, to really as we commemorate what took place on uh, uh, Good Friday and so after we would have given the written word preach uh, with power and with authority um, we will then do what Jesus did. He, he fed them, not only with the word of God, but he fed them. And so we will be feeding uh, some 300 plus uh, by the grace of God. Yes. Uh, and I am excited about that because yes, yes. I believe that is what uh, the church should be doing, even on a, a larger scale. Um, uh, when I begin agape, I begin agape with a storehouse, mm-hmm. and and uh, so that we will not turn away anyone who comes and asks for something uh, to eat. And so uh, we will be feeding them, uh, and also uh, hoping that as planned, give them also a bag to take with them. And so uh, uh, that is one part of it. But then on. Uh, Saturday, we have that to reminisce on, yes. and Sunday morning, we will have the 7 a.m., uh, 7.30, of course, and then we will have the 10 morning glory, 7.30 is morning glory, and then 10 o'clock is the divine worship service where we administer the, the Lord's Supper, okay. and then Sunday afternoon, Will uh, will be our children. Mm-hmm. They will be showing their talent, okay. and I'm excited well, about that yeah. by the grace of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And so now, with this uh, few minutes left, um, we wanna gonna wanna get in a, a word of prayer. After all of this wonderful things that we have talked about, um, there are persons listening into us, and, and they need the good news, which is the gospel. They Hallelujah. Need, uh, just a prayer. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we, we invite you now to join us all around the country, you know, on the family of islands, right here locally, uh, even in the Turks and Caicos, even in Florida, and listening to us online from all around the globe as we join in, in prayer. Amen. Our Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come giving you thanks and giving you praise and giving you honor and giving you the glory for being our God, our Father, you are our Jehovah. None like you, none like unto you. Father, we thank you for being the one that paved the way. You are the one who who created us and you created us for your glory. And Father, because you are God and you are, Within yourself saw what was about to take place with us, your creation. You made a way of escape for us. You gave heaven's best. You gave your only son so that we, he will do whatever it was or whatever it will take to bring 
us back on stream with you. We thank you for the sacrifice and we thank him for his sacrifice. He could have said, Father, I can't make this journey. It's too hard. But he did not say it. He said, Father, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Father, we thank you for him. We thank you for the gift in the name of Jesus. We thank you that we can come and make our petition known unto you, O God. And so as I come, I bring this country, our brothers and our sisters in foreign lands. God, we come thanking you. We're not asking you for anything. We are thanking you for you already paved the way. You already paid the price. And so I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus as we reminisce and as we celebrate because this is celebration time uh, because if if suffering did not take place we would not know how to deal with our situation now and so father I pray for my brothers and sisters who are going through hard times right now do not know what to do but God I thank you because of the word they have heard the testimonies that were given. They will say to themselves, God, you did it for them. You can do it for me. Father, I pray right now that someone, not only one, but all over the world will give their heart to Jesus Christ and live for you. Why? Because of the price Jesus Christ has paid. And so, Father, I speak deliverance in the name of Jesus. I speak salvation in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I thank you now for saving of souls. I thank you for backsliders that are coming back. I thank you for the sick that are being healed. For those that are in prison who believe your word, who will be released and come out and be a witness on the witness stand that even in prison, even on the hospital bed, even at home going to convalescence, the word reached them and they prayed and deliverance came. Thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. Therefore, I plead the blood of Jesus over this country, over our leaders, our religious leaders, that we will stand firm and strong and live and, and speak the word with boldness in the name of Jesus. Bleed the blood of Jesus over our prime minister, our deputy prime minister, and those that have given their lives serving in the various positions given. Our opposition leaders and those who are called to keep the fire underneath our government that together as a people we will be under the auspices of your Holy Spirit as the church pray. They will serve in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we pray and we say yes to your will and yes to your way. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. 
powerful Move prayer this God. afternoon. Bishop Helen McPhee uh, joined me in the second part of the show, senior pastor of Agape Church, God's Love Church. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. And, of course, uh, in the first half, join me. joining me was Pastor Dario Carey, incoming senior pastor uh, in a few short months of Montaber, and uh, Pastor John Darville, uh, pastor of the online congregation and millennials. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a truly amazing show. We definitely thank you all for tuning in as we continue to shine the light and, and do an introspective look at Holy Week. And I thank my guests for joining me. Uh, it was a it was a potent, powerful time together. And uh, we thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, we wrap it up here. And so I thank uh, in studio, Mr. Barefoot Sims. Uh, and of course, for joining us this afternoon, your truly Kashik and Jamal. Have a beautiful evening and continue to lock it in to the Palmas radio network. Only the sun covers the Bahamas better. Oh,